This is It's Like Bowling, where I debunk myths, dispel rumors, and offer dating tips to help people of a certain age find connection, companionship, and their own version of romance. My name is Anne. After a 15-year marriage, dating was as scary to me as a zombie apocalypse. How would I meet people? Who pays on a date? Was I ready to see a stranger's middle-aged body? A woman has her needs. I figured it's like bowling. You can't score until you get a ball in your hands. So I used the dating apps, went to singles mixers, and had countless first dates. Now I'm sharing my hard-earned knowledge to help you get back on that horse and ride into the sunset. What you do with the horse after that is totally up to you. I don't judge. Welcome to It's Like Bowling. On today's show, we're handling the question, should I be on a dating app? We're going to talk about what dating apps really are, how you use them, and what they might even teach you about yourself. First of all, let's talk about the dating app. They are not about dating. They are about meeting people, getting greater access to people, expanding your pool of single people to choose from. So don't think of it as a magic lamp that you can rub and the person of your dreams will appear. Think of it as a tool, a tool that gives you access, kind of like Google for potential mates. So what happens when you go on a dating app, in case you've never been on one? Most of the dating apps these days seem to be variations on the same thing. On all of them, you post pictures of yourself And some of them will give you options to tell people more about yourself, whether that be checking some boxes on things like career, religion, uh, hobbies, or more in-depth freeform style of a biography of yourself where you get to state more specifically what you're looking for and what kind of person you are. You get a chance to pick from a roster of potential matches. You'll show up in someone else's roster of potential matches. If both of you decide that you like each other, then through the app you can communicate. That is your introduction. From there, the two of you get to decide what happens. Some apps will caution you to communicate online for a little while before you give contact information or a meet in person. I really think that's up to you how safe you feel and how comfortable you feel doing that. I personally don't like to text back and forth a lot. I like to have a couple of interchanges, uh, maybe talk on the phone. If we seem like we have chemistry on the phone, then I want to meet and I want to do it pretty soon up front. When I first started on the dating apps, I I had met this man online, and uh, we talked. He lived in Detroit, but he was relocating to Texas, and I just moved to Texas. And we talked for like six weeks, and he came down for a job interview, and we arranged to spend a substantial amount of time together that weekend. And it was really, it was a really nice way to do it, except that I realized when we were in each other's presence, he was a little too clingy. I don't mean needy, I mean clingy. I mean, he holds hands all the time, which is fine, but sometimes I need my hand. Um, And I don't think I should have to ask for it. 
When I'd get up to leave the room, he'd always want to know where I was going, even if it was just to the bathroom. It surprised me because he seemed so independent when we were talking on the phone and we had such a good rapport. But then in person, it was almost overwhelming how he was with me. But at that point, you may be a little bit emotionally invested. I wasn't, but it turned out he was, so it didn't end well. Nothing bad happened. He's a really nice guy. He'll be a great match, and he probably already is for somebody, but that wasn't for me. But that let me know that, really, I need to meet people sooner in the process. And you have to decide if that's something that works for you, too. Some of the apps have reputations. You'll probably hear sites like Tinder and Plenty of Fish or hookup sites. You'll hear that eHarmony is for people who are serious about meeting someone. Uh, Bumble is where the women take the lead so women can feel more safe. And Match is, I guess, kind of like the granddaddy of things at this point. It's been around for a while. I'm finding that the dating apps are all seem to be converging and operating in similar ways where a lot of it is very centered on your pictures, what they look like, and then just saying yes or no and matching according to that. Some people don't like that, but I actually think that's a pretty good replication of real life. When you meet somebody, yeah, it'd be nice to notice a personality. And if you're in a situation like that, like at a party or out with a group of people, You can notice their personality. But let's face it, we all want somebody that looks good, at least looks good to us. So those pictures tend to be pretty important. I suggest when you go on these sites and you put out your photos, you put out some good photos. I'm not saying going to Glamour Shot. Is Glamour Shots even still around? But pictures where you look nice. Um, You want to have at least one that's more of a close-up of your face. You want to have at least one full body shot. I also recommend that you have a picture of you that's candid and one that shows you in some kind of activity that you like to do. I also think it's good before you go on a dating app to decide what your purpose is in dating. Do you just want a casual relationship? Meaning you want somebody to go for drinks with or go to a movie with every once in a while Um, just when it's uh, convenient for both of you. Do you want a relationship where you're committed to each other, exclusive dating? Do you want a friend with benefits? Are you looking for your next partner? Those are things that are going to influence your behavior when you're on a dating app, not only in the choices you make, but also how you respond to people. If you're just looking for a hookup, maybe you're more concerned with how somebody looks and how much money they make. If you want a long-term relationship, maybe you want somebody who wants kids or already has kids and you can have a blended family. Maybe if you're looking for someone for casual dating, you'd be all right if they don't live in the same town as you. These are things that are important to consider. And understanding your purpose in dating will help you make good choices. So what can you learn about yourself? We all have things in our background that are triggering for us. Some of them are things that happened in past relationships. Some things may be things that happened in childhood. 
Some may be things that you've picked up unconsciously through media or friends or family or just general interactions with the world. We can call these preferences, we can call them biases. That's one of the things that you can learn by browsing through the profiles on these online dating sites. You might not realize that if you see someone with German shepherds, that it makes you nervous. Or maybe you learn that if you see someone and they're standing in front of car after car after car, that you think they're rich and showing off. Some of these things may be true of these people, but they probably aren't. We can't tell when we're looking at a picture what somebody's motivation is for taking that picture, doing that pose, even some of the captions they might put under the pictures on some of the sites. What we should try to see is what our reaction is to it, and then take a second and try to understand why you're having those reactions. Some of them may be well-founded. They may be gut reactions telling you to step away from a person, even though you might find that they have really pretty eyes. Some of them may be biases and prejudices that you have that you weren't conscious of. Like maybe if someone has a name that sounds unusual to you, maybe you think less of that person. So this is an opportunity in the safety of your own space to make the choice to do some self-examination. Now that's not a stated purpose of one of the dating apps, but that's been a byproduct I've found that's been really useful for me. I'm a writer and I consider myself to be pretty much open-minded about a lot of things. For instance, I got a message from a guy, and actually it was on across several apps, where he said he had a foot fetish. And he said uh, one of the things he'd like to do is to have me wear a stiletto heel and step into a cake, and then he would lick the icing off. Now, a lot of you might, you know, kind of grimace at that. Some of you may be disgusted. Some of you might be turned on. I don't know. But... I did appreciate that the person who sent me that was upfront enough about what they wanted to let me know right away. Now, this person also didn't have their picture up, and they didn't have that much on their profile, but uh, they had a purpose for being on the dating, dating app. They knew what that was. I didn't respond because I'm not interested in somebody with a foot fetish, but I did find it humorous. I think I even printed it out somewhere because I figured I might use it in a story at some time and nobody would ever believe me. But there's other things that I found out, like if someone has written their profile and there's a lot of grammatical errors or they've used text speak, you know, the the short hand terms that we use in text messages or they have a lot of misspellings, that I make the assumption that they may not be that intelligent. When the truth may be that maybe they were just in a hurry, which to me is another red flag, because if you're looking for a date and you've taken the time to write a profile, I think you should take the time to, to check it. Because to me, that's a, that means that you care. Now, it may mean something different to them. Um, and if I give them a chance, maybe I'd find out. I think when you first start dating, it's good to think of it as a shopping trip. This is especially good advice if you're a little nervous about dating or going on a dating app. Because then you don't take it quite as seriously. Like there's a store, Dillard's, and they periodically, 
before COVID had this sale where they would mark everything on clearance an extra 30 or 40% off. And I would always go, even if I didn't need anything, because invariably I would look at things. I would try things on. I wouldn't have considered before. Uh, I might find that a style of clothing that I thought I had no interest in uh, looked really good on me. But the reason that that shopping approach worked is because I went in with an open mind. Now, on another trip, if I'm going, say, I have, say, a wedding to go to and I need uh, a formal dress and I have in my head what that formal dress should look like. On those times, I approach the rack in the store and I'm looking for exactly that thing. So let's just say it was a, a garnet red dress. Uh, column dress off the shoulder. That sounds good. And so anything right away that's not that color, that's not that cut, I don't even consider. I just barely look at it. And because I'm so specific about um, what I'm looking for, chances are it's going to be really hard to find and I'm going to get frustrated while I'm shopping. And I might miss something that would have been great on me. So just like with shopping, if you go into the dating app with an open mind, not with a particular type or person or religion or profession or income level in mind, but just to see what's out there, you're going to have a much better time on that dating app because you will be taking the attitude of exploration. It, it will be exciting. It will be more It'll be fun. And isn't dating supposed to be fun? And the thing is, like shopping, if you do find somebody that you like and they like you and you match up and you get introduced and you go out and you have a coffee date and it doesn't work out, it's not a problem. It's just a date. You can always take them back. So back to our original question, should you be on a dating app? Yes, you should, if you're interested in meeting somebody. Even if you have lots of avenues to meet people in person and you're meeting great people in person, there's nothing wrong with being on the dating app just to give yourself some more choices. Sometimes it's nice just to go out there, if you're in a relationship, just to confirm that you've made the right choice. Now there's a couple caveats with that too. Some people get carried away when they're on dating apps, thinking that the choices are unlimited. That is not true. That's not true on the dating app. That's not true in real life. It can make you not want to commit to a relationship that might be really good for you because you're always looking for the next best one. It's like that person at the party who's really good at working in the room, but when they're talking to you, you know they're looking over your shoulder to see if there's somebody more interesting that just came in. You'll likely get your most attention when you first join the dating app. Some people get steady traffic the whole time they're on. I didn't find that to be the case with me. But the thing to remember is that new people are joining the dating app all the time. And the person that you're supposed to be with may not be on the app yet. So why waste time waiting for that person to come 
when you could maybe go on what I call practice dates. That's going out with someone who may not be your stated type, and let's face it, most of us have a type whether we admit it or not, but who seems fun or has something intriguing in their profile or maybe there's a picture of an activity that they do that you always wanted to try. Go out with them if you match. Why not? You got nothing to lose. And you might find out that that person who you thought, I'm just going for practice, um, is the person that you're supposed to be with. I find that when you first start dating again, approaching a date as a practice date takes some of the nervousness away. I know some of you are saying, well, I bet you wouldn't want to be somebody's practice date. And you'd be wrong about that. I'd love to be somebody's practice date. I'd even love them to tell me it's a practice date because then it takes the pressure off both of us. And if we end up clicking, then that's just a bonus. Because really, when I go out with a new person, my only intention is to enjoy my time with that person. I don't think about the second date. I don't think about whether they like me. I don't think about... Um, whether I'm going to like them or where the relationship is going, I only want to go out with them and be in the moment. That being in the moment, that's the practice part. You're the one that needs the practice. How to go on a date and be relaxed and just enjoy the company of another person. Because that's really all a date is. It always amazes me that if you meet someone as a friend and you go out, that's your only intention, to go out, get to know each other, enjoy each other's company. But when you meet somebody and it's supposed to be a date, all the anxiety comes out. You're too worried about what you look like, what they look like. Are they having a good time? Are you sounding intelligent? Do your jokes land? instead of just enjoying your time with the person. So a practice date isn't about practicing on somebody else that you don't care about. A practice date is you learning the practice of how to be with someone, enjoy yourself, enjoy their company, and just to be in the moment. And really, isn't that how we all want to be when we're in a relationship? So practice doing that. And that's a really good way to use a dating app. So to recap, a dating app is a tool, a way to connect with a greater pool of people than you meet in your everyday life. Potential matches view each other's profiles and photos, and if they like each other, they let each other know. If there's mutual attraction, then you have a match. Also remember, you can learn things about yourself, what biases, preferences that you have, just by looking through profiles and interacting with people. And it's good to take a few minutes and a step back and figure out why certain things elicit certain reactions from you. Remember that what happens online is immaterial. What really matters is what happens when you meet in person. Go into the dating app with the mindset of a shopping trip where you don't have a specific item in mind. You're just looking to see what's out there. Explore. Have fun. Dating's supposed to be fun. 
practice going out with people and just enjoying their company and being yourself. On our next episode, we're going to talk about are there rules for dating? I think I've given you a hint as to what I think about that. But tune in next time to hear more. And send us a list of rules that have served you well at Bowling for Two. We'll have new episodes each Monday at 10 a.m. Please subscribe or follow It's Like Bowling so that you don't miss an episode. We're building a community here that supports each other. So become part of our league and share the podcast with others who want practical dating advice. If you have questions, stories, or tips to share, please reach out on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Bowling for Two. See you next week. And remember, you can't score until you get the ball in your hand.